0: Hey, hey, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. This is where every day you and I, we get together. I shouldn't say every day, because we don't do this every day. We do it on the weekdays, right? So on every weekday morning, most of the time, we get together. We get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2023, Lord willing, we'll make it from Genesis through Leviticus. I'm so glad to be with you today. Bubba said he wanted to do Coffee and Devotions this morning, so he's going to join us. Why don't we have some coffee? We'll pray.
1: Into God's word. Now we'll get into
0: God's word. That's right. All right. You, ready? you want to pray this morning or do you want me to? Yes. Sir. I can. Okay. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the blessing of being able to get into God's word together. Thank you for your word and for the work of your spirit. We pray now that you would please teach us. Please help us to understand it. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So we are at Leviticus chapter 22. Okay, so it's a shorter chapter and so we'll work through it together. Does that sound good? Sure, he says. Sure. Okay, Leviticus twenty two. Uh we're just gonna go actually get through the first sixteen verses, okay? Here's Leviticus Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Leviticus, third chapter. Do you know what the first five books of the Bible are called? Genesis So uh, they have the a pen- few oh. pentacles? Pentateuch, Pentateuch, Pentateuch. Penta means five, and so they're the first five books of the Bible. So Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. So Leviticus is the third chapter of the Bible. Uh, So who do you think wrote these five books of the Bible? Traditionally, this is held by Moses, that's right. So sometimes they're called the books of Moses. Some in uh, the old or in the Jewish tradition is called the Torah. Do you know what Torah means? I don't know. Law.
1: Isn't
0: that what the scribes wrote down? Oh, that's some of what they wrote down, yeah. But uh, the Torah means law. Okay, so, anyways, let's go ahead and read some of that law, the third book of the Pentateuch written by Moses, uh, and we'll find out why here. Okay, so why don't you read verses one through three?
1: When his offering nope, is
0: Leviticus twenty-two.
1: Oh, 22. You <laughs> said chapter three, and it was like, "What?"
0: No, third book of of the of the Bible, but chapter twenty-two, Leviticus twenty-two.
1: Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Speak to Aaron and his sons that they separate themselves from the holy things of the children of Israel, and that they do not profane my holy name." By what they dedicate to me, I am the Lord. Say to them, whoever, whoever of all your, descendants,
0: whoever of all your, your descendants, descendants
1: throughout your generation who goes near the holy things which the children of, the Is- of Israel dedicated to the Lord, while he has uncleanness upon him, that person shall be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord.
0: Okay, so two times he says, I am the Lord. And he says they can profane his name by doing what?
1: Attaching uh, the holy things while they're unclean.
0: Yeah, right. So if, if they come to him while they're unclean, uh, then it's profaning God's name. They're not treating the Lord as holy, right? So he says don't do that. Okay, I'll read verses 4 through 8. Whatever man of the descendants of Aaron, who is a leper or has a discharge, shall not eat the holy offerings until he is clean. And whoever touches anything made unclean by a corpse, or a man who has had an emission of semen, or whoever touches any creeping thing by which he would be made unclean, or any person by whom he would become unclean, whatever his uncleanness may be, the person who has touched any such thing shall be unclean until evening, and shall not eat the holy offerings, unless he washes his body with water. And when the sun goes down, he shall be clean. And afterward he may eat the holy offerings, because it is his food. Whatever dies naturally or is torn by beast, he shall not eat to defile himself with it. I am the Lord. What do you think that section's about?
1: Um, I think it's about... If you don't want to get... Picked out from God's presence. Uh, don't do anything unclean. God's holy things. It's
0: yeah. So, so this is more like, uh, you know, if if you're a priest, or if, and, and and right, the priest after the sacrifice is made, part of it is burnt for the Lord. What happens with the rest of the sacrifice?
1: Uh, it gets gone out.
0: Nope. The priests get to eat it. Huh. They get to eat it for the first day. They even get leftovers the second day. But the third day, then it has to be thrown out. Right. But there's, so there's, there's offerings that they're allowed to eat. But if they're unclean, right, and it's got a whole bunch of different ways in which someone can become, become unclean, what are they not allowed to do? Eat. They're not allowed to eat it. What do they have to do so they could be able to eat that food? Wash it. Well, they need to wash themselves. They're the ones that are unclean. They need to wash themselves and wait until sunset. And at sunset, they would be clean. clean. And then they would be allowed to eat it because it's just food, right? But it's saying, don't eat it while you're unclean. Okay, why don't you read verse
1: 9. Then they, they shall therefore keep my ordinance, lest they bear sin for it and die thereby, thereby if they profane it. I the Lord sanctified.
0: Okay. So what who's the one saying all this? God. God, right? And why is he saying it to them? What happens if they are unclean and they go and they touch and, and eat?
1: They are cast out from his presence?
0: Oh, worse than that. What what is they shall therefore keep my ordinances lest they die bear sin for it and die? Right? So why but why would they bear sin and therefore die? What what's what's it say after that? Why why would God take it so seriously? Where is it? I still don't know where you're at. Verse nine after it says, They bear sin for it and die thereby if, if they it, I If so. If they what profane Profane it, right? So taking the holy things of God and acting like they're not holy, right? Profaning means like uh, making something and saying it's of no good, making it like trash or of no value, right? So treating it like it's ordinary. But God's sacrifices are they ordinary? What are they? They're holy. And not just that, but who else is supposed to be holy? The priest. That's why it says, I, the Lord, sanctify them. God's the one who's making the priests holy. God's the one who makes the sacrifice holy. God's the one who makes all of this holy. But if the priests treat it like it's profane, like it's common, like it's unclean, like it's not really of any value. Is God going to put up with that? Nope. No. Okay, let me read verses 10 through 13. No outsider shall eat the holy offering. One who dwells with the priest or a hired servant shall not eat the holy thing. But if a priest buys a person with his money, he may eat it. And one who is born in his house may eat his food. If the priest's daughter is married to an outsider, she may not eat of the holy offerings. But if the priest's daughter is a widow or divorced and has no children and has returned to her father's house as in her youth, she may eat her father's food, but no outsider shall eat it. All right. What's that about?
1: Um, what happens if your daughter gets married?
0: Yeah. So, right. Who's who's allowed to eat in the, high, in the priest's household?
1: The priest and his family?
0: The priest and his family. What about an outsider who's visiting with them? What about his daughter who's married to some other dude who's not a, a of the family of Aaron? Nope. Nope. What if the daughter's husband dies and she moves back in with her dad and she never had any kids? That's good. Yeah, right. So it's God's giving stipulations for who's allowed to eat and who's not allowed
1: to eat. Good. So basically, well, she's married or has or doesn't or has kids that all like who come from unclean then She's not allowed
0: to Yeah, she shouldn't be allowed to. Okay, so you want to read verses 14 through 16?
1: And if a man eats, a man eats the Holy Offering unintentionally... What do you, then, do you think?
0: You know what that means, unintentionally?
1: Like, ooh, that, that, that. And doesn't actually know.
0: Exactly, right, by accident. Good.
1: Unintentionally, then he shall restore a Holy Offering to the place and add one-fifth to it. They shall not profane the holy offerings, the children of Israel, which they offer to the Lord, or allow them to bear the guilt of trespass when they eat their holy offering. For I, the Lord, thank you. All
0: right, so uh, if you're walking and you go by the high priest's house or something, and there's just some bread in the window, and you just like take some of the bread and you start eating it, what do you got to do? Um, you didn't know it was a, from the offering.
1: You just... You
0: have to pay it back. Yeah, you got to make an offering, right? You got to you got to pay it back. It wasn't intentional. It was unintentional. And, and so there's a way. You have to
1: pay it. So if, there, if you ate a whole loaf of bread, you have to pay one loaf of bread. If oh,
0: it doesn't say that bread. here. It just says, uh, "He shall restore a holy offering to the priest. Oh no, you're right. And add one fifth to it. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> I love when kids are right and I'm wrong. Okay, so uh, yeah, so you got to add one fifth to it. Okay. Uh, what's this whole section? About right. So now we've read verses one through sixteen. How would you summarize this? Mm.
1: That God is holy, and without Jesus, we're unholy. Oh, without uh, Jesus, we would life would be pretty bad. I've,
0: hmm. So I think if I was like, we always want to understand it in its original context first, right? what this is what this meant to the original people right? now, i think what this is about in its original places who's allowed to eat the holy food or not and when are they allowed to eat it right so the so the sacrifices are holy and the priests need to be uh clean. clean to be able to eat i think that's what this is about but what you went to is the second or is the third part right the best verse to underline this by the way you see all the underlines I have? I got all sorts of stuff underlined, but I got verse nine double underlined. Uh, so that's what I think is the best verse to kind of get at the heart of this. They shall therefore keep my ordinances, lest they bear sin for it and die thereby. if they profane it, I the Lord, sanctify them, that it is these holy offerings, right. uh but you went straight to the third part, the calling, the Christ part, right uh, do we have a sacred meal now? Oh, sure we do.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in, in our tradition, we call it a sacrament, right? Who sanctifies that meal?
1: Isn't baptism a sacrament?
0: Baptism is a sacrament, too, but what's the other sacrament? The, the Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper. Are you allowed to take the Lord's Supper? Mm-hmm. Why would you be allowed to take the Lord's Supper? Because I vowed my life to Christ. You vowed your life to Christ? You believe in him? He's your king. Has he sanctified you? <laughs> right? Like, that's the beautiful thing. We're outsiders. Are you of the tribe of Aaron? Oh. No, you're of the tribe of Schneider. Right? You're not Jewish, so why would you be allowed to come to Jesus Christ's meal?
1: Because he's my sacrifice.
0: Because he's our sacrifice. Because he's our priest. Because he's our king. Because it's a better covenant. Right? We're not held at an arm's distance anymore. But Jesus says, come, eat. This is my body, broken for you. Can we do that in an unworthy way and profane it? Nope. Oh, yeah, we can.
1: We could, but it wouldn't go too well for so.
0: us. No, what would happen if you, if, what happened in Corinth when people were profaning the Lord's Supper?
1: And then we got sick and then we even died.
0: Does that sound familiar? Yep. Lest they bear their sins and die. so we don't come to the Lord's Supper in a profane way, but we come still wanting to recognize that it is the Lord's meal. It's holy. But that we, as a nation of priests, right, we get to come and we get to eat because the Lord is gracious and has invited us to his meal. Pretty cool? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. Lord, we pray that you would please let us not profane your name because of our unclean acts, unclean thoughts, and unclean words. Lord, we pray that we would walk in lives of holiness, following after you. Thank you so much for giving us Jesus Christ, who is a better high priest than Aaron, who has a better sacrifice than Aaron, and has invited us to partake in his covenant meal. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, may God bless you. May you enjoy the peace and grace of Jesus Christ today. And we'll see you next time. I say bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon RP Church in rural Southeast Iowa.